Do you love Batman? Do you love Frasier? Do you love Seinfeld? Do you love Dr. Seuss? Do you love James Bond? Do you love Captain America? Oh, hell, do you just love everything that's nerd-related? I know I do. Well, you should come on over to a Nerds World podcast and listen to us, Justin and Andrew, talk everything that's nerd. Yeah, every two weeks, we delve into some random topic that we choose at the end of each episode, and we tell you the whole history of it, or as much as we feel the need to write down, our history of it, and our favorite things about it. So come on over to a Nerds World, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Hello everybody and welcome to Pod and Gore. My name is Justin. My name is Brandon. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the show. Indeed. Those are the things I just said. Yep, and I said them as well. Hmm. All right, so we're going to crank through this, and I'm not going to be talking as much shit this time because Justin's sad because he's like, it's almost 8 o'clock, and I have to, some of us have to work tomorrow. And yet you still felt compelled to <laughs> say that. It's what, it's what the episodes are about. I feel like... Is it though? I almost kind of feel like people more listen to hear the kind of shit that we talk more than we actually talk about the movies. Yeah, we. I, I could be, I could be, and most likely am wrong, but still. That sounds right. All right, yeah. Welcome uh, to the episode. Uh, but, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Are we, uh, are we back in Troll Hunter, dude? I hope so. Flargan Schmorgan. <laughs> this week we are talking about one of my favorites ever, Trick or Treat. Yes, and I like this movie a Me lot too. more now than I did. I think the initial time that I watched it. I'm glad to hear that. Well, yeah, and I've already told you about that, dumb. Yeah, but not on the show. Pecker what? Wood. It's not. It's not like I'm. It's not like it's a secret, and that <laughs> I'm like not gonna like tell people. Be like, ooh, mm-hmm. I'm. It's her cheat. I'm a leprechaun. <laughs> uh, I'm a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was written and directed by Michael Doherty, who is, at the time, was probably best well known for helping write. <laughs> The first two X Men movies and uh, Superman Returns. Oh shit! X Two. I really liked X Two. Yeah, everybody does. Uh, the intro to that movie is still one of my favorites. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, starring a lot of comic book people and in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And there was people a... from X Men. Well, just well, yeah. And Brian Singer was a part of it too, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was a there were a lot of names in this movie, and now that you kind of point out the X Men reference. It does. It has Anna Paquin. It has Brian Cox. Mm-hmm. Um, was Dylan Baker was in uh, Spider Man two and three. Okay. And then Leslie Bibb, uh, who's in Iron Man. Right. Yeah. And Fair then uh, Rochelle Eights is probably the other big, uh, well, not big name, but big character, and mm-hmm. she was the girl. Um, wow. Back. What's her name? Fuck. The the girl that was talking. Uh, God damn the it! That's reporter? gonna piss me off. No, the little girl from. I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while he I'm looks that gonna up, look we're gonna up. we're gonna actually get into oh, Rhonda. Huh? Rhonda. What the, about her? That's the girl. That's the actress. Yeah. Who? What did she do? 
Nothing. I was just saying her name because I was at the cast part of my notes. Oh, well, I was going to say, yeah, Rhonda, what about her? I was like, I looked her up too because I was like, I'm like... I don't think... I feel like she's been in stuff since, but she hadn't been in any. She had, but see, the thing was is I wanted to see what she really looked like because I felt like with her them trying to play her as kind of like your weirdo girl and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, I was like, she actually doesn't look as bad as what they tried to make her look like in the movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And plus, she was really young in that movie. Yeah. Like uh, released December 7th, 2007 at but Why would it, they release it in December... Because for a Halloween movie. Because of Buttonomathon, duh. Well, have you ever heard released... of it, though? Hmm? What is Buttonomathon or whatever the fuck that is? An, anathon, duh. <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard of it either, so... No. And it was released October 6, 2009 in the U.S. with a budget of $12 million. I don't have a... So it had the same bu- it has the same budget as Monster Squad. <laughs> and it's substantially better. Uh, the basic plot... <laughs> I'm going to throw that baseball at you, <laughs> at your fucking balls, you asshole. If you had said face, I'd say it wouldn't be the first time that ball's hit me in the face. <laughs> it's not the first time you said that either. Yeah, I, I have told you that story <laughs> before. I don't think you have. Oh, I will later. Or I'll forget. Uh, the basic plot is five interwoven stories that occur. occur. I only thought there was four. I'm dummy. Continue. Yeah, on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I love how when you get a jab in there, you laugh like it's the funniest thing that's happened all day. <laughs> Continue, asshole. I will. Good. Uh, on Halloween, an everyday high school principal has a secret life as a serial killer. Mm-hmm. A college virgin might have just met the guy for her. A group of teenagers pull a mean prank. And a woman who loathes the night has to contend with her holiday-obsessed husband and a mean old man meets his match with a demonic supernatural trick or treater. Okay, so where did you find that list? Because that's what I was when you when you messaged me about what we wanted to do for the scorecard. I was looking like to be vague about it. I was trying to find that description, and I'm like, I feel like it was IMDb. Okay, I think IMDb was the one place I didn't look, but that's also because I wasn't doing research for the movie. Fair enough. But continue, please. Uh, so getting into some notes here, the name of the... <laughs> Ready? <laughs> I've, I've, I've been coughing for the last two and a half hours, and now you want to fucking be like, are you done? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been hearing tea, it for dude. two and a half hours. The name of the character Sam is derived from uh, Samhain, mm-hmm. the ancient Celtic festival of the dead from which modern day Halloween is derived. And Samhain is spelt S-A-M-H-A-I-N. Yeah, it's spelt Samhain. Yeah. Sam Hain. Which is uh, really cool to name him Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after watching this again last night, I'm like, okay, I like Sam more. So when that NECA comes out for it that I sent you the thing of, I will probably buy one for myself as well. Okay. Yeah, I de- I'm okay. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you done? Let me, let me finish here. Uh, I was going to say something, but I forget. Uh, yeah, the film is based on do. Season's Greetings, an animated short created by Trick or Treater trick-or-treat writer and director Michael Doherty in 1996. The film featured Sam as a little boy dressed in orange footy pajamas with his burlap sack head covering as he is being stalked by a stranger on Halloween night. Hmm. Uh, The short was released as a DVD extra on the original release of Trick or Treat and was aired on Fearnet in October 2013 as part of a 24-hour Trick or Treat marathon on Halloween. 
awesome. Have you seen it? I have, and it was what I was trying to get you to watch if I if you had had these special features. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. yeah, well, like I said, when I I'm, I plan to buy the movie, I just haven't yet. And when I do, uh, we'll look for the one that has the features. Well, if you want to borrow it to watch it, you, you can, know I'm about discs. I'd prefer to do things digitally. It's just easier. I'm, you're dumb. Anyway. I'm just saying, if you want to watch it right now, or YouTube, it might be on YouTube. It's on YouTube? I don't know if it is. I'm saying it might be on YouTube. It sounds like something that would be on YouTube. All right, continue there, grump. Give it a jerk face. You're the one that wanted to do two episodes tonight. (laughs) Yeah, because I want next week off, as I'm sure you would too. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Let me see that hall pass, dude. (laughs) Trick or Treat was filmed on location in Vancouver, British Columbia, originally slated for an October 5th, 2007 theatrical release. It was announced in September 2007 that the film had been pushed back. After many festival screenings, it was released on home media in 2009. Uh, The first public screening took place at Harry Cole's Buttonumathon Film Festival in Austin, Texas. Duh. On December 9th, two, I, I feel like I need to move to Austin, Texas, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. They do all the cool stuff there. Uh, subsequent screenings included... Subsequent. Shut up. I was moving past it. <laughs> hey, I don't get a lot of fucking... <laughs> a lot to, I, that I can jab at you on. And while I... Walk, I don't screw up nearly as much as you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'd like to see you deal with the stuff I have to deal with and then thrive in it. You fucking asshole. Read your story while I watch this short. <laughs> Trying to. The Sitges Film Festival on October 7th, 2008. The Screamfest Horror Film Festival on October 10th, 2008. A free screening in New York sponsored by Fangoria on October 13th, 2008. And another free screening in Los Angeles co-sponsored by Ain't It Cool News and Legendary Pictures on October 23rd, 2008. Ain't It Cool News is out there just doing work. Apparently no in the In the mid-aughts. Yeah. Uh, the film was also screened at the 2009 San Diego Comic-Con International, the Fantasia F- Festival on July 29th and 30th, 2009. Uh, the film festival Terror in the Isles 2 in Chicago on o- August 15th, 2009. And the After Dark Film Festival in Toronto on August 20th, 2009 at the Bloor. That'd be that a fun is. one to go to, the After Dark Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warner Brothers Pictures and Legendary Pictures released the film direct-to-DVD and Blu-ray in North America on October 6, 2009, in the UK on October 26th, and in Australia on October 28th. Shout Factory released a collector's edition Blu-ray October 9, 2018, with all extras from the previous DVD Blu-ray release included, as well as new extra content. Awesome. So there. And it's also probably why I don't have a box office, because there wasn't one. Boom. 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 All righty. I was actually just, I was copying. I was, uh, I just copied the link. So when this episode posts, um, I'm going to put that animated short on our Facebook page and the Twitter. So if you haven't seen it, you'll be able to go to our Facebook page and watch it. Awesome. And what did you think? Um, like you said, it's only just under four minutes long. Yeah, it's I'm, like a I'm, student film. I'm like two minutes in. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll keep going. Yeah, I I, saved, I just paused it to save the link. Hmm. 
Uh, DC Comics partner Wildstorm Comics had planned to release a four-issue adaptation of Trick or Treat written by Mark uh, Andraco and illustrated by Fiona Staples with covers by Michael Doherty, uh, Brand Burns, and Ragnar. The series was originally going to be released weekly in October of 2007, ending on Halloween, but the series was pushed back due to the film's backlisting. Uh, The four comics were instead released as a graphic novel adaptation in October of 2009. Oh, sweet. Which is impossible to buy for a reasonable price. Um, What's it listed at? Like 50, 60 bucks last time I checked. Jesus. Yeah. Because I was going to say, because that was one of the things I liked about the movie was some of the, like the intro that they did, and there was a lot mm -hmm. of comic booky themes. It was awesome. Uh, Legendary Comics set the second Trick or Treat comic book titled Trick or Treat Days of the Dead, which I have still not bought, for an October 2015 release and features the art of Fiona Staples and Stephen Byrne. I like that short. That was really cool. Yeah. Uh, The comic was released alongside the graphic novel adaptation of Doherty's Krampus, which is one that we will definitely need to do come Christmas time. And see, that'll be the thing, too, because, like, they're... If we don't continue with our weekly drops like we're doing in October, mm-hmm. um, I, I guess we don't necessarily need to blow through all the Christmas movies no. in December. You'd pick but one. There, I'd pick one. Yeah. Um, but the only trick to that is that you have to do Black Christmas. Okay. Well, I mean, that's like one of them that you could do Krampus. I want to do mm-hmm. um, American Christmas or I want to do Chris, yeah. the Christmas Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I know there's some, there's a lot of like when you get the heavy hitters out of the way, you probably get down to like your Jack Frost. And I've always wanted like to, that. even as a kid, I saw the cover for Jack Frost and I wanted to watch it. Yeah. It was, I was, never it, got to. I never, I don't think I did either. Uh, Doherty helped create a short promotional Easter trailer for Fearnet's Trick or Treat 24-Hour Marathon for Halloween 2011. Mm-hmm. The trailer showed a family's Easter celebration turning into one of horror, with Sam watching the chaos outside while wearing rabbit ears. Oh, Jesus. I want to find that. And you, what, you said it was what? Um, it was... Trick or Treats? Yeah, it was a promotional Easter trailer for Fearnet's Trick or Treat 24-Hour Marathon uh, for Halloween in 2011. So see if you can find that and then trick or treat. You said twenty four hour marathon for fear net. See if you can find it. Uh, fun facts: There's only one, and I got it when I was watching the special features. Believe it or not, Brian Cox wanted his character to look like John Carpenter, which is why he has the longer hair and the pointy nose. Oh, I was going to say, because there's parts that's like, you know that's Brian Cox. It sounds like Brian Cox, but mm-hmm. then... Oh. Found it? Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. We don't need to watch the whole thing right now, because we need to do this, but... Oh, dude, it's a minute. There's a fucking razor blade in the bunny. Oh, oh that's awesome. We'll also post this. Yeah. This is super cool. For those of you that can't ah. see at home. Please kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to save the link for this too. Heck yeah, text that to me. I will. Uh, some awards. This one, Bloody Disgusting, ranked 
the film ninth in their list of the top 20 horror films of the decade, calling it so good that its lack of a theatrical release borders on the criminal. <laughs> Agreed. Okay. Uh, 2008 Audience Choice Awards at Screamfest Horror Film Festival and the 2009 Silver Audience Award at the Toronto After Dark Film Festival. Well, shit. And that was that me, sorry. is, I know. And that's it. That's, that's it. it. That is it for all my stuff. All that sass that you dropped about being like, oh, man, baby. Uh-huh. Like you literally blew through everything in 15 minutes. That's how we roll. That's how you roll. <laughs> <laughs> I Fair was enough. trying to include you to make you feel better about yourself. I feel However, fine. here's my reason. movie notes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw your movie <laughs> notes, dude. Um, so, but it'll go pretty quick, I think. Okay. So, uh, jumping right into this, it's an old school opening that is this oldie uh, Halloween commercial. Yes, that's that was the th- I wrote that down too. I love the old timey safety like mm-hmm. that. During Halloween, there are certain things you need to do to be safe. Right, and it's like it's kind of like what they did with the with the dodge in dodgeball with the instructional video. Yeah, <laughs> like it's old school things that they would play in school mm-hmm. and i loved like when i watched that i was like it sets the tone for the movie in a way that i don't know how to explain it but i feel like it shows you it like sets the rules in a well, campy yeah, way but it's also very creepy it's because of the old school costumes and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff like and then it cuts out and like eeks and then it goes into the the actual movie. Right. And then we get the very John Carpenter-esque Jack-O-Lantern, mm-hmm. which is I would have to imagine as an ode to Halloween. I don't know how it could not be. Yeah. And we get Leslie Bibb hating Halloween. Yeah. It's like, how dare you, first of all? Yeah. I mean, it's it's not news that there are those people that are just don't get Halloween. Well, that, okay, so... And as you watch the movie, you kind of see what happens, like, when all the pumpkins start showing up in the yard and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But, like, I I would like to live in this town that they're in. Whatever yeah. town this is, like, I like how everything, all the streets are done up and everything's... Yeah. They have a Halloween parade. Yes. And I would I'm like, love I'm, a Halloween I'm not parade. a big Halloween guy. I'm not, so, ooh, Jesus. Wow. I'm not a big... I need a new co-host. <laughs> if anyone is interested, please email me. Um, I... I'm not a big fan of parades. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, but I I would go to this Halloween parade. That looked like it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but the thing about that is with me, like when she shows up and she's all like, oh, the, I don't like Halloween. Halloween's and, stupid. Yeah, You're stupid. We deck. should, yeah, stupid deck. We should take down all the decorations tonight on Halloween. Even though she said, I'm lit, you're lit, Let's we should still take them. Yeah, we should all... Well, no, because he's trying to get her to go upstairs where he goes and puts on the porno tape to try to sure. get her all fucking riled up. But she's like, all right, go put on the tape. And then she's going to, like, take things down. But it's like, just do it in the morning. I know. And then she, like... At least get it through the night. Like, I've heard this, too, where it's like, you're not going to do it in the morning. You're going to fucking sleep until whenever. <laughs> then you're going to play video games till whenever. And I'm like, my fucking wife write this? <laughs> Well, one, I don't sleep in. Like, like I've been on vacation. I think the first day I slept in till nine because I had that busy weekend in Spokane. Mm-hmm. But like today, I was up at like fucking six thirty. I hate that seven o'clock. It's just how I'm. 
I just, I don't sleep in. No one's attacking you, man. This is a safe space. <laughs> Play video games all you want, buddy. That's, I did. I fucking streamed for like four and a half hours today, man. Jesus Christ. And they're, they're going to be so pissed when I go back to work and I tell them I'm not done watching Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like. But at least she gets punished for taking down the decorations and dies quite horribly. Oh, yeah, seems. she does. Because well, like one of the decorations is a fake arm with blood on it. Mm-hmm. And then later on when they show. Who I thought was Patrick Wilson, but it's not. No, I don't remember what his name is. I don't remember either. You go ahead and look it up because there's a few things that I wrote down that you jumped past. Okay. So I liked how he had Nature Special written on the VHS tape for the porno. I forgot about that. Um, And then they showed the creepy teenager just standing there staring over while she's doing that. Yeah, that was a nice touch. And, you know, just to kind of get in the car when it shows up. But then, like... You know, it's like, oh, I'm going to stand there with my mask on and stare creepily. And then as soon as the people, or as soon as they show up, it's like, okay, cool. Pull the mask off, get in the car. Um, His but, name, which is going to be hard as balls to pronounce, is Tamo Pinnacat. Oh, I, that's right. It was a... it was a T-A-H-M-O-H-P-E-N-I-K-E-T-T. Yeah. I'm going to we'll say Tamo Pinnacat. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um... But yeah, so because, as you'll later learn, by her blowing out the jack-o'-lantern. Mm-hmm. She removes the protection that it <laughs> offers. Right. And then that's when um, she is attacked mm-hmm. brutally. Very brutally. And, I, I, like, and I'm not going to go into like how, what, why, or whatever, but I like mm-hmm. how this movie comes. Like it, It's just, it goes full circle. Yeah. It, it almost makes me, and I think it would definitely take away from it, but I would love to see a cut of this in order of what actually happens when. Oh, yeah, because, yeah. It, there are some it, things that almost don't quite make sense because of the way it plays out. Well, yeah, because you're like, oh, shit. So, and we'll, we'll get to this later. But, yeah, there's a lot of things like, um, so... Um, I wrote down sweet intro in the music. So the way they act, like, mm-hmm. then they get into the actual intro of the movie and they're playing the music. I don't remember what it was, but it I was wrote... like this. Eh, 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 eh. Yeah. Like it was very slasher and then it kind of goes into a fun riff. You almost kind of almost sound like, like, I was like, are we going nightmare for Christmas, dude? Um, and so, yeah, the thing that I, I really liked about this is it shows the kid, dragging the bag you don't know what's in the bag it, it just looks disgusting it looks i would it almost looks like there's just a bunch of shit in the bottom of the bag as he's dragging it yeah but the thing is that i like about this movie and this tells you right up front you don't i mean it doesn't actually tell you because you don't figure it out till later well yeah you when they it shows everybody like they yeah. like everybody comes in and out of frame like you know it shows um, the couple walking, it shows mm-hmm. the girls walking, you know, um, just the way that... Yeah, it, you get a little hint of, of everybody, the, it, and then he ends up getting to uh, Wilkins' house. Right, but on the way, he's just smashing pumpkins and tipping right. them over. Like a big See, old I'm, you're right. From now on, I am not watching a movie until we record, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I can remember this, like, like 
like we're we're riffing fine yeah. and then like the last episode monster squad which is like my baby and i'm like i'm there <laughs> fumbling jumbling i think there's up. a monster in there and they yeah, have some I, sort of squad i don't remember like i have to backtrack 15 minutes because now i remember what happened <laughs> like um and so yeah dude like he he's dragging the bag he uh go as he's and he in, goes through the town and you see the uh the newscast which is a nice tie-in which comes up later mm-hmm. to kind of give you frame oh, of yeah. reference for when things are happening. Yeah. So they they built a they built a connected universe in this movie better than most. Yeah. I mean the way it all intertwines is what really sold me. So that when it all comes together it's like, "Oh shit, like everything yeah, is fucking." Yeah, and that's connected. what I mean like um the way that they were to able the way they were able to weave this story and bring everything in out and back around was mm-hmm. part of the reason why this movie has gone from a movie I've only seen a couple times now to being like I could watch this movie all the time. Yeah. And so And usually I do. Yeah. I know you're always ranting and raving about this movie yeah. and like I get it. I, I I totally get it. It's artful. I mean it, in all of the horror movies that we watch, this is one of those like a John Carpenter's Halloween that you step back and go this was like a master stroke of horror in the way that it was done. Right. I don't know if I would necessarily put it up there with like your Halloween or no, your chainsaw, but I, mean, but I get what that, you're saying yeah. with it. Like it was, it's not just your run of the mill directed DVD horror movie. It's right. It, yeah. It, it's more artistry. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get what you're artsy. I guess you could say like, mm-hmm. it's not a horror film for the sake of being a horror film. They're, and I'm off tomorrow. Um, that there's decent nice. substance to yeah. the movie that mm-hmm. like it it stands up. Yeah. Uh so Lori and her friends and sister mm-hmm. are all trying on slutty Halloween costumes in the vein of fairy tale shit. And what I like about this is how subtle the writing is. Talking about eating people, but they it sounds like because you don't know that yet. That they're talking about having sex with just random guys. Mm-hmm. And there's little kids walking around and this, you know, mom goes up and says, ladies, there's kids out here. Shut the fuck up. And they just right. laugh at her. <laughs> and then the the double hint of Lori being Red Riding Hood. And before, oh, while she's trying to get, or while she's trying on the costume, the sister's like, Lori, if you don't hurry up, we'll huff and we'll puff. Mm-hmm. And you know, like blow See, this that house I get. down. Yeah, I guess I I got it. I don't, I just don't know why it didn't click. Well, it's one it of those, did, but it you but, don't really think about it. And then she walks out as Red Riding Hood, and you go, "Oh, they were just making a reference to that." Right. And the fact that you know, spoilers—they're werewolves at the fucking end. It just makes you like it's one of those movies you have to watch and then watch again to yeah. be like, "Oh, this is what this meant, and this is what they were doing here." So there. Right. Boom. Boom. So Charlie's a dickhead and smashes a bunch of pumpkins, and he's about to take extra candy when Wilkins comes up. Yeah, a little fucking asshole. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just take all the shit. He's just the quintessential shithead kid, which I think it was... What I like about this movie, and I think it says it on the cover... Uh-huh. Is it says it's one of the best Halloween or it's the best Halloween movie of the last thirty years? And it's like it's not. I don't even look at this as a horror movie. I look at it as a celebration of Halloween in general. That because yeah, I mean it is I creepy and scary, but it's like a 
even watching the special features, Doherty wanted the cast to really steep themselves in the mythology of Halloween. Mm -hmm. And the myths and legends of Halloween are all through this movie. Yeah, it's yeah, it's almost like yeah, they they very much abide by the rules mm -hmm. and the rules are known and present and including this next scene with Wilkins Dylan Baker uh creepily cutting a pumpkin with a big ass sharp knife talking <laughs> about the traditions of Halloween. Right. Oh, the funny thing I did write down so when they were in the dressing rooms, you had the peeping kid staring through. Mhm. Mm you or wish you were that kid <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes uh me too yeah i wrote i know so i wrote down god damn it thurman breaking pumpkins because on his way yeah um, he played thurman merman in uh bad santa oh yeah and um i haven't seen bad santa in so long right um and so yeah he smashed him and he ends up taking all the candy mm -hmm. and it does God damn, this story takes a twist on It really does, <laughs> and very one. quickly, because, I mean, Dylan Baker can either be a super nice, congenial guy, or the creepiest asshole you've ever met, and he does both in this so well. Yeah, he does. And so he catches Charlie eating the candy, and he's like, don't worry about it, I got more. You know, sit here with me and eat your fucking candy. And then he's like, and then he's like, oh, I gotta get going. He's like, sit down. Like, <laughs> sit down, Ooh. Charlie. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Oh, fuck. And he's talking about all these traditions as, as he's carving the pumpkin. Mm -hmm. And the last thing he says is like, and the most important one, always check your candy. And then Charlie fucking he just starts throwing up shit. blood. It's, and it looks like chocolate. It does look like chocolate until until get, it gets on his shirt. Yeah, and then he carries him inside, and you're like, oh, that is blood. Okay, because mm -hmm. at first I, when I was watching it last night, I'm like, oh shit. Is that, is that blood or is he throwing up chocolate? I think it's a little bit of both. And the mixture that they used w was mostly chocolate. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, you watched the special features, huh? Yeah. Well, it's cool because it's it's one documentary thing, and it talks about the making of the movie interweaven, interwoven with the history of Halloween. Mm-hmm. And so you get part of the tradition stuff and the making of the movie together. Right. So go watch it. It's great. Okay. Um, boop, boop, boop. So Wilkins drags Charlie in, and you see, like you were saying, the blood's on his shirt. Dude, and your notes are much better for this movie than they were for Monster Squad. It's because I love this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to need that attentiveness to all the notes that you take. <laughs> nope. Because I don't, I don't even have to look at my notes. <laughs> and the kids knock at the door. And he's all like, he, he turns the light on, they keep knocking, we see you! And he's all, up. <laughs> Fucking, I'll be right there. Like, <laughs> stupid fucking kids. Yeah, kids, man, just banging on that door. Which is when you find out that he's the principal of the school, <laughs> right? <coughs> so, which is a, kind of the perfect disguise, yeah, for being a serial killer. Well, and that's one of the things that I thought was cool about this is all of these things on Halloween. Like later on, when they they kill the girl in the alleyway, it's like. This is it's the perfect. perfect, yeah. It's the perfect backdrop. It's the like, it's it's kind of like, it's like the Dark Knight when the Joker leaves the bank in the school bus in the school bus, and yeah. then he's out in a line full of school buses. It's mm -hmm. just like, I mean, 
Except for the one that has building on it, you really wouldn't. <laughs> I always think about that. I'm like, hey, you don't see the the little bits of bank flying out the back there, do you? But um, but yeah, like it is perfect. Mm-hmm. It, like you got built-in cover. Yeah, everybody's gonna think you're in fucking get up, and none people might think you're passed out drunk. Yeah, which I never got because I've never passed out from drinking. I've mm-hmm. tried. Fair enough. <laughs> a little insight into your life. A little insight. Well, yeah, dude, because I, I could drink a lot. I can't anymore. I used to be able to. Yeah. Used to take. I used to have to, like, take a fifth to get a buzz, kind of. Like, Jesus. Yeah, I got I've always par- been a lightweight. I, I got my party days out of me though. Until now. <laughs> and so we're the- partying, talking about trick or treat. <laughs> yeah. Right. So the kids want Wilkins pumpkin. And he's like, hey, you're not going to break it, you little fuckers, are you? Yeah, he's like, you're not going to smash it. <laughs> Isn't that fucking Weasley? Smash it. <laughs> you're not going to smash my pumpkin. And then Sam want, gets up to the door and wants some candy. Mm-hmm. So I love everything about Sam yeah. until he takes the mask off. I mean, we're jumping ahead. Yeah, yeah. I like. I, you don't, I don't like the pumpkin head? It's almost like you don't. It's like, what do you expect? When he takes the mask off, you got this giant head. It's mm-hmm. almost like, yeah, like, what do you expect? I don't know. It's kind of like a pumpkin head, but it's like a skull. But it's also like, monstrous, and he has the sharp teeth and shit. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I don't hate it, like, as bad as I made it sound just now, but, like, mm-hmm. I like it so... It's kind of like in Jeepers Creepers. I love the creeper until mm-hmm. you see what he looks like. Well, I mean, it's always the, the, the mystery. mystique of it. Yeah, it's... Well, until, it, yeah, like, when it's fucking head opens up like a like a fucking dilophosaurus or dilophosaurus whatever the fuck it is and the one that killed newman <laughs> newman go listen to our commentary on the nerds world oh yeah that's right hey nice segue into cross promotion it's what i do you know it's what i did but i I, fu- I was there too yeah i laid it up and you fucking slam dunked it dude that's called an alley-oop mm-hmm. baseball <laughs> <laughs> oh if I was a fucking basketball fan, I'd be pissed. <laughs> um, so uh, Wilkins buries Charlie, and like the, it, the it's like the most awkward burial that I think is ever I've ever seen. <laughs> I know it's hilarious and horrifying at the same time, and I it seems like there's other kids in the hole. Yeah, there's and, at least two more bodies in there before he, and possibly the one that he was well, the one he was burying might not have actually been Charlie. No, one of them was because he throws Charlie in there. Yeah. But the one that's still kind of alive is in a clown costume. Yeah. And so well, and plus they carve up Charlie's head. We'll I was trying. I was trying not to. I was trying to. <laughs> yeah. So it, it couldn't have been the out. one to be making that noise. No, he wasn't. But then again, like if you see the hand reach out, it's it's a very clowny. It's a clown costume. Sure. You'll probably watch it what one more time before Chris uh, before Halloween's over and Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I know I said Christmas, but well, in, in the best, shittiest, most irritating line of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, Billy pokes his head out and is like, "Oh my at god, his dad. Billy, give me a fucking minute, son." <laughs> Jesus, but I love when wilkins is like go watch charlie brown and the son's like charlie brown Brown's is an, an asshole. asshole yeah that's so good Fuck, I, his delivery is just perfect yeah but i love charlie brown so it always makes me mad <laughs> You're like he is not an asshole <laughs> then just pick on him a lot it's fine <laughs> um oh I, I think we skipped over something 
I don't well, know what I'm going I, off your notes. That's fine. We got a lot to cover anyway. I'm letting you. I'm trying to breeze through it with as minimal BS as possible. So. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, so it's funny. I told you before we started this back up. I'm like, I'll be quiet. I'll just let mm-hmm. you do your thing. We'll breeze through this. And then as soon as we start up, I'm like, fuck you, <laughs> stupid dick. Yeah, we're in it to win it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm starting to get tired again. I noticed. Fuck you. First of all, <laughs> fucking cut your throat with a lollipop. <laughs> Debt. Right yep. here. Just debt. So Creed Fucking played debt. by <laughs> debt. Brian Cox is catching wind of this as well because his dog is barking. Well, yeah, and he fucking and just gets yeah. that finger off and like <laughs> fucking throws it. <laughs> and then he's out here being, oh my God. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's awesome. Uh, but he finally makes it back into the house. Krieg has already gone back into the house with the dog. And as... What did you say? Krieg. Oh, Krieg, okay. I thought that's what you said. That is what I said. I know. I said I thought that's what you said. And that is what I said. Listen here, fuckface. Yeah. Huh? Nothing. So as Wilkins is going back into the house, obviously some time has passed because we see the ground is completely covered with dirt. He, like, planted a tree and shit, and then there's this little lawn gnome on top of the pile. Yeah, he's like, out there watering it with a fucking watering can. <laughs> and as he's going back into the house, you see Brian Cox uh, banging on his window, begging mm-hmm. for help. And Wilkins is like, go fuck yourself. And then he goes oh, he's, back Yeah, he's all, he screw says, you. Screw you. Do you, have yeah. that, do you have that one, the collector's edition? I do not, but that's an awesome fucking cover. Dude, it's a super awesome cover. Like, I kind of want to get it just to have that cover. Mm-hmm. I want that to be a poster. Maybe it is. See if it's a poster. Dude, if that's a poster, I'm gonna, I'll buy that and put that shit up in my in my uh, cave. Buy two and then I'll put one in mine. We can be buddies. We poster can buddies. be. We can try to be. <laughs> so. No fucking way. What, dude? I'm gonna fucking God damn it. I, every episode <laughs> I threaten you with violence. It's a horror podcast. It's fine. Until you do it and then it's news. That's that's cool. For those that can't see, because this is a audio medium, this is a trick or treat poster in the style of John Carpenter's Halloween. Yeah, it says the night Sam came to town, and it's kind of it shows Sam's mask, and he's holding the lollipop. That's fucking cool. Yeah, that is super cool. And dude, it's only seven dollars and fifteen cents on Redbubble. I'd buy that. I don't know what that site is, but I'd buy that. I don't know what that is either, but. Um, boop, boop, boop. So, we get to the basement. Fuck yeah. And it's windy now. Sorry. (laughs) And Wilkins and Billy have gone down in the basement to uh, carve what we think is a pumpkin. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. God, there's a lot of cool fucking posters. That's on Etsy. But that's that's good stuff. That's mint. Let's see what the size is. I need a 24 by 36. Fair enough. The biggest they have is 23, and I'm not paying $46 there. Oof, that's rough. Yikes. But we think this whole time, because Billy's like, you got to help me with the eyes, and are we going to carve it yet, and all this shit, and obviously right. you think it's a pumpkin. No. And then we get into the basement, and it's Charlie's freaking head yeah. on a turntable thing. Yeah, on a lazy Susan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they lazy live, Charlie. Yeah, the fucking the son is just a little mini psychopath as well. Yeah, because he's all smiling and shit, and it's, and what's cool is that 
when Wilkins is about to start carving into Charlie's head, he like puts his hand on his son's head mm-hmm. and then he stabs the knife down and you think he like just killed his son. Right. Obviously this guy is not adverse to killing kids. Yeah, you definitely get that vibe from it. And then they do the reveal that it's Charlie's freaking head that they're going to be carving into. Mm-hmm. Freaking awesome. Hey, so did they do a sequel time. to this movie? No. I only asked I because... <laughs> did you see that one? I think I, I don't know if I sent it to you or not. I think I sent you one that was just Trick or Treat. Oh, and for that that didn't see, there was a, a Trick or Treat 2 poster done in the style of Halloween 2 as well. Yeah. Fucking so, awesome. Yeah, they, so I'm not seeing that one unfortunately but god damn it i kind of want that trick-or-treat poster <laughs> it's too similar to halloween so i don't yeah. know if i would do it but like it'd be cool to have a small version of i think but that's just yeah my... a little mini one mm-hmm. uh so we'll skip ahead a little bit and we meet Rhonda uh as these dickhead trick-or-treaters that wanted wilkins pumpkins get to Rhonda's house to screw with her mm-hmm. and the metric crap ton of jack-o'-lanterns that she has carved that are just strewn about her yard and house. But did she really do that though? Because later out, later on, outside of Krieg's house, all those jack o' lanterns pop up too. True. And so that was they're not necessarily the same ones, but could be. Yeah, that, or he took them from Rhonda. Mm-hmm. Huh? And then put them back. But then, but then again, he is magic. True. He can he do can, all sorts of crazy make, shit. Yeah, he can make the he can make the doors open and close by themselves. Mm-hmm. And reassemble himself after he's shot with a gun. <laughs> and climb on the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, so Schrader cons Rhonda into joining their little group. With that little, the fucking bully kid, that little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, She's I, a biatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. Um, I just wrote down, I, I hate bullies. Mm-hmm. But. We did jump ahead because... I know. Well, why would you jump ahead of this? Because this is the parade kill. No, that's next. (coughs) Well, no, because I wrote down parade kill, and then there was um, the school bus massacre story. Yeah. So, where I'm at, in my notes, they're just getting Rhonda. After that scene, we get to... The thing I was just about to say, Uh-oh. which is the va- masked vampire sucks blood in the alley. Okay. So this I dude, didn't have your notes pulled up because I was looking up posters for stupid you. Stupid dick hole. You wanted me to... <laughs> I hate you. Well, then don't correct me. I'll correct <laughs> you every time you're wrong. That sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you done? Nope. So, we see this creepy dude in a black leather mask and like a hood and shit, and it seems like he's about to go into this alley that's like make-out alley. I would buy that one, though. Mm -hmm. That was only ten bucks. Yeah, I'd do that. Um, But we then discover that he has fake vampire teeth that look like very real teeth. You, yeah, but you don't find... You don't that, know that until the end. Yeah. Which is also when you figure out who that is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he starts macking on her neck and shit, and it's like, oh, they're about to have sex in the alley. But then she starts bleeding, mm-hmm. and you discover that he has vampire teeth, and is not necessarily, I don't know about drinking her blood, but is at least biting her neck and, you know, injuring her severely. 
she tries to get away when he kills her. That's so cool. So the thing that, yeah, real quick. Uh, yeah, so that right there is a trick-or-treat Blu-ray Scream Factory Collector's Edition. And that's with the slip cover and it comes with the poster. I oh, don't know how cool. big that poster is, but God, looks pretty small. Damn it, I fucking want it. But how much is it? Sixty bucks. <laughs> I don't want it that much. Well I mean, in comparison to the size of a DVD case or Blu ray case. Yeah, that's like yeah, it's bigger than I saw when I you I quickly glanced at it when you showed it to me. It. Well buy it for me and I'll have it. Oops, I accidentally almost bought it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> almost bought it on, like... Sorry, it. honey, I accidentally bought three of these. <laughs> Justin gets one. So he thinks. Continue, I'm sorry. Uh, I lost my spot. You know, I apologize to you more than I should. Do you, though? <laughs> oh, so here's a... Th- there's a sealed version of that mm-hmm. for 75 bucks jesus i wish i'd bought that when it was new for 20 if we wouldn't or even 35 there's i don't even know if that was like an option i don't remember seeing that in stores i don't remember uh so this poor girl that the vampire guy has lured into the alley stumbles out and she's asking for help, but everyone thinks that she's drunk. Well, nobody's paying attention to her because there's a fucking rad-ass parade going on. Nobody can hear her over the drumming that and too. all that kind of stuff. And then she looks around and she sees other people are covered in blood and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And well, she's and like, she comes up to Leslie Bibb and what's-his-face. Yeah, she grabs onto her fucking robot arms. Mm-hmm. And the dude's like, nah, she's just drunk, leave her alone. And then yeah. she looks over and sees all the drunk assholes covered in fake blood. And then... Vampire guy kills her and just leaves her next to a bunch of passed out drunk people, <laughs> which is so clever. It's it disturbing. Is, it is because yeah, that's what we alluded to earlier with her just looking like she's passed out. Yeah, it's fucked up. It is fucked up. So then we get back to Rhonda, who's teaching. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> like I haven't even fucked with you in like three minutes, and like I can't even catch a break. Nope. Uh, Rhonda's teaching everyone about Samhain mm-hmm. as they make their way to the rock quarry, and we hear the Halloween school bus massacre. Such a fucked called. up story, too, it man. It really is. It's these disturbed kids, possibly mentally challenged, probably, mm-hmm. and they're all dressed up in super creepy old school Halloween costumes. Yeah. And the parents of the kids paid the bus driver... To kill them because they were tired of dealing with them. Yeah. And like, the embarrassment of having them. Yep. So he handcuffs them all, chains them and handcuffs them all to the seat and to the bus. <laughs> and is checking the chains and locks as he gives them a piece of candy. But then one of the kids breaks out. Yeah, well, yeah, it's the, um, the little uh, Dracula kid mm-hmm. who, like, kept saying, you know, wrong way, wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not, like, they're not going the right way. That's mm-hmm. not home. Yeah. Like, oh. Which makes it even creepier and more disturbing because it's like at least one of these kids knows that something is going wrong. Right. And so he gets out. Yeah, he breaks out of his little shackles. and Yeah, as the bus driver is still at the back of the bus, the kid makes it to the front of the bus to the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. And as the bus driver is trying to get up, the, kid, the other kids are catching wise and they like trip him and yeah. try and keep him from getting to the kid. Right. 
But since the kid doesn't know what he's doing, he starts the bus and drives it off the cliff and kills them all. Or so we think. That sucks so bad. Yeah. It's... And it makes me wonder, like, what he was going to do. Like, was he going to jump out the back fire escape? Was he going to jump out the door? Well, and... that's a The thing is, is like, yeah, I don't... I mean, that could have... He could have basically got a running start and then jumped out. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That also seemed like an old-timey bus, too. That was a manual transmission bus. Yeah. So, like... Uh, I don't know. Just fucking get it revved up, pop it in neutral, and then jump out the fucking truck. That's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, so they've collected all these jack-o'-lanterns. They wanted eight jack-o'-lanterns for the eight victims of the crash. Uh-huh. And they're doing all that stuff. And then we go back to Lori scoping out for a date at the parade. <laughs> then we jump back. Oh, she's looking for a date. I was just oh. like, pick me. <laughs> pick me, pick me. But then again, at the same time, don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As we'll cover the, later. To the first part, but not the last part. Yeah. The last part's bad and hurts. Maybe I'll be nice to her and she won't fucking... Werewolf like, you. God damn it. <laughs> I'm all like, I'm like, I already said too much. It's almost like I can almost, I almost know I can just fucking toss it to you and you'll fucking run with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what we're here for. Uh, then we go back and it's another clever nod because they go to Lori and then they go back to Rhonda and Rhonda hears a werewolf howl and she goes werewolves and everyone the fat kid's "Hmm?" like huh what the fuck are you talking about right so the kids trick Rhonda into thinking that they were attacked uh as they go down into this quarry yeah which is super kind of creepy too it's all fucking swampy and and foggy she loses yeah she loses her glasses they get stepped on style Huh? Velma style. Jinkies. <laughs> Can't see a thing without my glasses. Oh, God. Your impressions are horrible. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so the kids have staged this fake zombie attack. Wow. And they dressed up as zombies. And the fat kid dresses up like he was disemboweled. And has yeah. fake blood all over him and intestines and shit. And then the real zombies attack. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. And Rhonda says, fuck y'all. She's like, I'm out. Yeah. She doesn't even sh- save them. No. And see, the thing is, is like, Schrader was meant to be like, you know, play on her emotions, you know, try to pretend like you care and that you're interested mm-hmm. in her and all that kind of stuff. And then... um you never really got the vibe like you, like he was like faking it. It wasn't like obvious where like he was talking shit about her and then being nice. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, it was like the ringleader bitchy chick had her Macy. Had, her name is Macy. Macy. Yeah, not to be confused with my daughter Maisie. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Macy she had the whole fucking, group wrapped around her finger and was God, probably she was wanting a to fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. God, I would like to fucking throw a pumpkin at her. <laughs> maybe one day you can it wouldn't hurt her (laughs) i don't wish death upon her but god damn it is she like i do not like bullies like that i get it okay okay yeah we can therapy session this later let's go it's all right it's cool um but yeah Rhonda's just having none of it and 
she has the key in her hand and it looks like she's going to let him into the elevator and she's nope. just, ah, fuck off and pushes the up button. Uh, Waves at him on her way up. Yeah. And as Brandon falls asleep, she... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm she gets up health. top and they're all screaming and begging for help and dying and Sam is just sitting in this... Uh, big thing i don't know what the fuck yeah he's it was. sitting on something it almost looked like some sort of crate yeah like and like gives her this all right like nod of approval like right on sister you fucked those kids up right good i didn't get that but sure well it seemed like i mean he didn't like you know he watched, high five her but it was it, it seemed like he was acknowledging what she did right and given that he's the protector of the rules like if he didn't like what she did he would have killed her too. Right, and she's pretty she's pretty uh about the rules as well. So mm-hmm. uh so we jump to Lori being hunted by the vampire man. <laughs> and you know, it's it, they set it up really creepy because we've already seen him kill one girl mm-hmm. and now he's stalking her and it's like, oh shit, what's gonna happen now? And then she like screams or whatever and they cut. Yeah, and, and we then don't all know this, what happens. And yeah, and then uh, the body, a body, um, falls. It's almost like it was tossed or something, but the falls through the trees mm-hmm. and in there, and it's her cloak. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh God," or whatever, and then they open it up, and it's the vampire man. Mm-hmm. And, and he's before all like, we get full on, there's another hint at what's really going on when. They're waiting for Lori to show up. Uh The blonde says to the other chick, Mom always said she was the runt of the litter. Yeah, I caught that too. And it was like, okay. And again, you'd just be like, okay, she's the young, youngest kid. Yeah, exactly. But it it has a double meaning as we're about to find out. Which is freaking awesome. Um, But yeah, he's all like, help me, help me. And like, like teeth aside... Like when they start to do the whole transformation into the werewolf thing, mm-hmm. like later towards the end of it, before she dispatches of him, and her hair is all crazy and all that shit, I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think she's ever looked as good as she did. I mean, teeth aside, I was like, good for you, Anna mm-hmm. Peck. I will watch this scene on repeat all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I was Duggar as Rogue, but I think this movie surpasses oh, yeah. her Rogue hotness. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. And I love the werewolf striptease. Like, it's such a clever, cool way. Oh, where they're just ripping the skin off like mm-hmm. it's clothing? Yeah, and they're all dancing cool. and shit to Sweet Dreams, mm-hmm. which is a great song to have play during this. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of like that creepy version of the song that they can play in any horror movie and it just works. Yeah, it automatically makes you feel uneasy, yeah. as Marilyn Manson tends to do. Mm, maybe to you. I like him. I'm just saying. He's a creepy dude and he looks funny. It's just strange. All right. All right. I get it. God damn. God. My only issue with this. It's like, let me describe this 15 different ways and then get upset with you for making me do it. Yeah. My Mm. only issue with this is the the look of the werewolves Mm -hmm. was a little hokey. Like there were times where it looked really cool and there were other times where it was very easily detectable that it was fake and animatronic. Okay, yeah, I. Are you talking about like when she was kind of like straddled on him and the head pops up next to it? And yeah, and when they show some of them like head on and they're just sort of like wiggling around there and yeah. shit, and when they're fully wolf, 
<laughs> it was a little off, but okay. otherwise it's a freaking amazing scene. Yeah, I agree. And they're... Woman power. Heck yeah. They're just out there just kicking ass. I'm about it. Indeed. Um, And Sam approves again, because he's just sitting there chilling on a stump. Oh, that's right. jack-o'-lantern behind him. Well, what's he going to do to werewolves? I don't know. He has magic powers. Well, and see, the thing is, is like, now, if werewolves are real in this universe, why wouldn't, like, why wouldn't you, I mean, I know that you find out that Wilkins was the vampire guy, Mm -hmm. which makes no sense. That's the part that kind of screws with my perception of the timeline of this movie, because it's like, okay, so... Obviously, the scene we're about to get to happens before all this other stuff. Because uh, Krieg is banging for help while Wilkins is going back inside after burying the kid. Right. So, the ending is happening then. Oh, yeah. So... So after, and that's what I meant by coming around full circle, mm-hmm. because they show that happening really early on, like the right. way that, it, yeah, that makes sense. It's just so he left the kid after carving up Charlie's head to finish the rest while he went out hunting. It's possible. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it does make sense that it would be a good costume to go out there because by looking at him, he doesn't look as nerdy as he does. Every other time you see him in this movie, you know, mm-hmm. glasses and you all know, straight with the principal, tie and principal you know, just yeah. looks like a dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and DJ <laughs> does. Oh yes. <laughs> I know. I um, I kind of lugged, and then I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> just listening. So, um, so we get to Krieg. Uh, who scares off the kids with his dog like the Grinch did in the beginning of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> Yikes. I had, I had never picked up on that before, but watching it last night, mm-hmm. it was like, wow, that's exactly like the Grinch making Max bark into that fucking megaphone thing to scare off the Who's. Oh, is that in the, rem- in the live in action? The, yeah. Okay. Never seen it? Yeah. It's good stuff. It's all right. Um, boop, boop, boop. So... Krieg burns pictures, watches TV, and eats candy. Mm-hmm. Briefly. And then he doesn't like it, and then he switches to scotch. And <laughs> My then man! We, and then we see the news broadcast. Right, exactly. Which ties it all to more or less when this stuff is taking place. Mm-hmm. Which is happening during the time of the parade, mm-hmm. which it it would have to be that Wilkins killed the kid... Helped the boy with the eyes, let the boy finish, mm-hmm. and then he went off to hunt because that was during the parade. See, and that almost doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, because Wilkins wasn't there when the newscast happened. He couldn't have been because um, Krieg hasn't banged on the window yet. So technically, he's still burying the kids at this point. Okay. Or we found a plot hole. Well, Krieg so, gets attacked. And yeah, then so they... we get... Duh, 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 duh. Um, where am I? Burns the pictures. Um, so there's an egg thrown at Krieg's house. Krieg goes and gets a bat. He grabs Spike out of the backyard. 
which ties to Wilkins earlier, Mm -hmm. and Sam is watching from the bushes. Right. And so the broadcast has already happened. Okay. And so we're still at the part where Krieg almost catches Wilkins burying the kid. And then Krieg hears like a doorbell or whatever. He goes to the front door, and that's when he gets the shit ton of jack-o'-lanterns at his front step. Right. So I guess the thing that I'm kind of curious about, too, is why does Sam attack Krieg only? Is it because of the um, the thing that we find out, the, yeah. the plot twist at the end? Yeah. Okay. Because he almost smashes a pumpkin, which almost kind of breaks his own rules, because if he had smashed the pumpkins, you would have been like, oh, he's next, because he you know smashed a pumpkin, but he doesn't do it for, I don't remember why, but he stops himself. Mm-hmm. And he goes back in the house. And let's see. He heads upstairs because Spike is barking at something. Right. And he gets to the bedroom and there's a fake skeleton, like mechanical hand on the bed. Oh, yeah. That's kind of moving the sheet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the flaming pumpkin starts up and it says trick or treat treat all all over over the walls which is fucking awesome cool and the flaming pumpkin which is which is also it's gonna be right there it's in the one that i have too the older one fuck yeah so yeah the NECA is gonna have the flaming pumpkin in Mm -hmm. it also which is super cool and that's when sam attacks and cuts his tendons with the razor blade yeah. Which just makes me go, Gah! Yeah, the razor blade in the fucking candy bar. Which is the best part because he holds up the candy bar and then he peels back the wrapper and you see the fucking razor blade yeah. with the blood on it poking out. Yeah, super cool. Um, So, let's see. He gets attacked and then he starts running away, trying to get away, <laughs> heading down mm-hmm. the stairs. He falls down the stairs because there's a bunch of candy and razor blades and And like syringes and and glass just all sorts of fucked up stuff yeah it goes back to those old like always check your candy because razor blades it's the same thing they do in candy man too there's razor blades in the candy which i really need to cover that movie yeah well that'll be you know one of these days we'll get there yeah and yeah it's fucking brutal like it's getting the glass lover's hands and he's screaming and his hands are all bloody and shit and he's trying to get his gun and do shit. And Sam, meanwhile, is up on the ceiling, mm-hmm. climbing on the ceiling, and then attacks him. Right. Yeah, that... I, yeah. And then he calls Wilkins for help. So that's when Wilkins is getting back into the house, because he's gotten back downstairs, and he's being attacked by Sam, and he's like, Wilkins, help me, help me. Right, right. And Wilkins tells him to fuck off. Fuck yeah, he does. He'll screw you, you fucking grouchy old dick. (laughs) John Carpenter looking fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You remember that from the notes that you weren't listening to? He made his nose pointy and... Yeah, I remember you said that, but I don't remember John Carpenter having such a pointy ass nose. Kind of does. Look at pictures of him. It's, It's fairly old man pointy. Okay. Uh, so... Krieg's phone line gets cut and gets a knife to the foot. And I'm trying to... I feel like I might have missed something, which seems impossible. But No, not you. I know. Why? Trying to be a dick here? Trying to be a jerk all here? At some point, Krieg gets a shot off. 
which I think I missed somewhere. Because... Okay, maybe that's where it was. So after he gets attacked from the ceiling, I think Krieg shoots him. Okay. And that's when it sends him into the wall, and he loses his hand, because then the the knife to the foot is the oh. the hand that oh, yeah. is not part of his arm anymore. We have been doing a lot of movies with idle hands. Yeah. <laughs> And yet we haven't like, done Idle Hands. Yeah, which I don't think I've ever seen. Well, one day we will, because I own it and it sucks. <laughs> oh, can't wait to cover it. <laughs> That's fine. I don't. Re- I haven't watched it since I was a kid, but I'm sure it's fine. And then he starts to pull himself back together after he's stabbed, and you just hear Brian Cox go, "Oh no!" Mm. Like it's all oh, this is. This is really gonna suck. I know what's happening, and I can just tell. And oh my god, this is so fucking horrible. I thought he was dead, but he's not dead. Oh, okay. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then he had, so he has his, uh, jack-o'-lantern sucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he bites into it with his razor teeth Which to is make then it like a shave. Get, yeah. And he breaks Krieg's hand. Mm, yeah. All of a sudden gets strong. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he was climbing on the ceiling. I mean, I'm sure he's got some upper body strength. Yeah. And he he acts like, or it seems like he's going to stab Krieg, but he stabs a candy bar instead and then, like, gives it to him. Well, yeah, I think, I don't, does he do it on purpose? He has to have done it on purpose. If he wanted him dead, he'd be dead. And then Sam leaves, and we finally get the reveal in the pictures that were in the fireplace that Krieg was the bus driver. Yeah, exactly, which was super cool. Which means that either part of the massacre story wasn't true, and he didn't go off the cliff, or he survived. He survived. He had to have survived. Well, I'm saying which like... Is probably why, yeah, which is probably why he was all fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, that would probably be true. Um, so then we get the comic later... Like in a comic book where it says, you know, later on that day. Uh-huh. And we see a bandaged Krieg handing out candy, trying to be as nice as possible. And the little kid says, great co- uh, mummy costume, Mr. Krieg. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> but he's trying to be all congenial and nice. Right. And uh, then they do like this overview of where we're at mm-hmm. with the whole cast. And we see Billy dressed up as his dad. <laughs> Handing out candy on his front porch, like, waiting for his dad to come home. That's never going to happen. Right. But he's grown enough to where it probably doesn't matter. Yeah. Because he's... And he's crazy enough to where he's like, well... Fuck it. It's a living. Yeah. (laughs) Yikes. And we see Rhonda heading home with her little red wagon and a pumpkin. Mm -hmm. Uh, The girl's driving down the road, which... Shows that... Would be before... Well, no, that's when they're ha- on, that's when they're on their way somewhere. Yeah, they'd have to be on their way. I don't know if Lori's with them. I think she is. Yeah, I think she's in the front seat because it shows four girls in the. Yeah, so that wouldn't be that's tough. That wouldn't be after, huh? Well, that almost doesn't make sense because after they get the costume, or they're headed to the parade, or they're headed to the woods. Yeah, but. 
she's not with them when they go to the woods. Right. She right. shows up later. True. So maybe they have, maybe it's after the fact mm-hmm. and they have spare costumes because they wouldn't just like drive home naked. I'd like to think that they would, but <laughs> they probably wouldn't. <laughs> right. Don't draw attention to yourselves. Hmm. Uh, boop, boop, boop. And then Sam is just sort of chilling on the side of the road watching all these things transpire. And then, yep, and then we he... see Leslie Bibb. Put out the candle. Yeah. He's like, all right, we're at it again. <laughs> it's on. Yep. Uh, and then to wrap things up, the Krieg hears another knocking at his door thinking, oh, it's more trick-or-treaters. And it's the zombie kids yep. that he killed. And they attack him and I would imagine kill him. Yep. And his death scene is all in comic book art. Yeah. Which is fucking awesome. It's, yeah. It's, the comic aspect of this movie was like, God, I want I want these books. Mm-hmm. I still have not bought the sequel comic, but I think this year I might finally pull the trigger. Pull the trigger and let me read it. You pull the trigger and let me read it. How no, about that? No, you're the, you're the trick or treat guy. So is your face. So on to the... <laughs> Wow. I'm trying to rally up so you talk. You've just been kind of sitting here. Yeah, I'm trying to get through this like episode because like it's, already, it's already 8.10 and you're sad because you have to work in 11 hours. <laughs> you need well, a le- you don't. You, you need a, at least jerkle. 9 and a half to 10 hours of sleep. I get it. I try and get at least 8. Yeah, I do too. I went, I've went. i been going to bed early. I'm fucking old. Yeah. Something bad has happened. Yeah, I think a raid might have gone sour. <laughs> Maybe I'm glad I'm still down here. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I know those feelings too, man, because mm-hmm. I get that way playing games. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> You're like, you got this really unsettled look on your face <laughs> like, oh, that just happened. <laughs> uh, so on to the Gora score card. My, be- yeah, my right. best killer scare mm-hmm. uh, would be Sam and Mr. Cree. That whole scene is so creepy and scary. I went more because it's obviously not a kill because he doesn't kill him. But that whole scene, I would say, is the scariest. My, yeah. I, like, when the pumpkin lit up and it showed trick-or-treat everywhere, I considered that for my best scare. Mm -hmm. But I think my favorite kill in this whole movie is Wilkins killing the girl in the alleyway and then staging her. Nice. Yeah, it is clever and creepy. Uh, Most wanted to die, Charlie. That's not even hard. I put Macy the bully. <laughs> mm, okay. Because I don't like wishing death on kids, but there's only, it's like most of them are kids. Yeah. And like you can't kill a, you can't be mad at a fucking werewolf for being a werewolf. Yeah. And it's Anna Paquin, so you just give her a pass. <laughs> Am I wrong? Nope. <laughs> can see it in your stupid ass <laughs> <laughs> grinning face. Not wrong. Not what? Not wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, most wanted to live. I had the dog, of course. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to change it to Lori. Because there is that brief moment where it's like, oh, did the vampire kill her? Yeah, I, mine was mine was Rhonda yeah. leading up until you kind of saw her take the power back. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't as helpless as... You were kind of like, Led she was kind of helpless, but she also was kind of like remorseless at the same time. So yeah. it's like, yeah, she, I, I just picked her, her grossest moment. Grossest moment. 
obvious poison candy throw up. That's fucking gross. That is gross. Mine That's... was mine was the werewolf transformation, just ripping mm. off the skin like yeah. it was fucking socks. Fair enough. What's your dumbest moment? My dumbest moment was I, I had a, a bit of a tie, and it's hard to find a dumb <coughs> moment in this because it's so good. But I put the look of the werewolves, and then when Sam gets shot, there's like this slide whistle noise while he slides across the floor <laughs> into the wall. And I was like, well, that's... Woo! Yeah. That was so cool, though. It is the cool. The way that his tiny little body just slid right up against yeah. the wall. And it was, it's an awesome scene that's a little undercut by the slide whistle noise. <laughs> I, lo- I thought... Yeah, I, there was, I don't... Yeah, I get it. I don't know if that really needed to be in there, but... Mm. It, was, <laughs> it was so good. Yours? Um, my dumbest moment was Krieg not leaving the house. Mm. So he tries to leave the house. He doesn't leave the house. He kills Sam, supposedly. And then he goes and tries to call the cops. And that's when it ultimately was his downfall. So if he would have just tried to leave the house, I mean, it's not guaranteed that he would have lived. But like, he done. He could have at least gotten somewhere right might have ran into leslie bibb or something and she could have told them to fuck off too and i did a i did a a slash here because it was also i i wrote down idle hand Mm. the fact that his hand still stabbed him yeah i'm like god damn (laughs) just Uh, can't win for losing so what is your favorite segment which is our bonus category spoiler alert uh mine is the kids in the rock quarry (laughs) and the whole flashback so i guess krieg killing the kids it's the most unsettling part of the movie. It really is, because I mean, it's like those kids didn't deserve it. Yeah. My, I didn't, I didn't write one down. I, I couldn't. I like each one for something different. Mm-hmm. So, like, I really like Wilkins, and then the head carving twist. Yeah. I really like Krieg because I like the bus driver twist. I like the werewolf because I like the she's really a badass twist. Mm-hmm. And then, um, my least favorite one would be the Leslie Bibb one. Yeah, I mean, it's short, and you grow to hate her very quickly, and then she's dead, and it's... But the way she gets strung up was pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I guess I would, like, I'll go my favorite segment will probably be the the Krieg and Sam, just that whole scene. Yeah. I don't know if it really counts as a segment. It's the most drawn out. Yeah, it does. That but is. It, I think what put it over the top for me... I just, I like the scene when they're upstairs and I like how creepy it is when the pumpkin erupts in the flame. Yeah. And so that'll, that'll be badass. the one I'll go with. And so. Fair enough. Well, that is Trick or Treat in a nutshell and super fast. Yeah, we covered that in an hour 15. Hot dog. I wasn't expecting it to go that quickly, but I know uh, I talked pretty fast. I know I, I wasn't, ex- I was actually expecting it to be shorter. Huh. Well, honestly, because, I mean, you finish the news in 15 minutes and we cover the movie in an hour, True. which is generally what we try to strive for. And so yeah. I felt we like this... We did it. Yeah, this episode was a lot more streamlined. I felt like it just... Your notes were better. We were able to flow off it better. I see how That's you are. That's what we try to do. Yeah, for your movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so, anyways... Um, Without further much ado, what is your pick for our next movie, Brandon? I'm half-tempted to switch it up right here and now it's fine i would love a, a twist curveball i'm you know what i'm thinking about you know what i think i'll do is i'm hmm. going to i'm going to put up on I'm, we don't know what the next movie is going to be i have two in mind two that i really want to cover okay bad mm-hmm. i'm going to put it up on facebook and i'm going to put it up on twitter 
and then I'm going to run the poll for a week or until votes stop coming in. Sure. And I am going to put it up between we're either going to cover Candyman or we're going to cover The Collector. Mm. Two very vastly different movies, but Mm -hmm. two movies I like. Candyman is up there in the top. And if it helps voting one way or to other, I don't know, but I've never seen Candyman. So if that makes you want me to see it more so or want me to not see it because apparently I suck at remembering movies I haven't seen before, we'll, well yeah. see. And see, the thing is, is um, with the fact that they're redoing, that they're uh, doing a new Candyman mm-hmm. with uh, Jordan Peele, yeah. um, there could be a lot of interest. I might even vote for Candyman myself, but I kind of want to leave this one open to our listeners. Yeah. It, um, so <laughs> there will be a poll that goes up on on Facebook and on Twitter. And for those that are not on either of those platforms, you can email us at podandgore at gmail.com. That's yeah. P-O-D-A-N-D-G-O-R-E at gmail.com. Yeah. And the only reason why I spelled that out is because we I remember when Norris tried to send one, he thought it was a, the, ampersand. the ampersand symbol, and it's not. It's uh, all spelled out. Um, but until then, you can find us on Facebook, mm-hmm. Pod and Gore Podcast. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at gore underscore pod. You can email us again at pod and gore at gmail.com. And yeah, um, I'm going to post, I'm going to post the polls tonight Yeah, and then I will run them for a solid, I'll put it up as a seven day poll mm-hmm. and, uh, we'll which will give us there. time to record after the fact, cause we're going to take an actual break yeah we're gonna take we're gonna take just not a break and release yeah we're gonna take a break next week we double dip today um and so i mean unless it becomes super close we might find a way to extend it who knows maybe we'll add in we'll figure it out but um yeah keep an eye out for that um you don't have to comment you don't have to say anything but we like if you click the post please vote let us know um, I'd be lying if I wasn't saying that I wasn't leaning towards Candyman, but also the collector. I mean, fantastic. we have, we have the collector, we have the collection and then others. It was called the collector three that's coming out, mm-hmm. but I believe the actual title is called the collected. Hmm. That makes more sense. It does. Well, the collector collection better. collected. Yeah. So, um, I haven't seen a release date as of yet for that. Um, I know that Candyman is a lot closer yeah but either way anyways until next time when we do our next movie our next forcefully listener suggested episode <laughs> yeah i'm like Whether i kind of like, like i'm not. giving you guys these things but at the same time i'm like you tell me what you want mm-hmm. um i'm hoping it's i'm i'm, I'm, I'm i hope it's Candyman. that yeah. movie i can't wait to talk about because that movie is spoiler alert the only movie to ever really scare me Hmm. fully like a lot of people say well the scariest movie i ever saw is the exorcist that movie scared me to my core it's not that scary no that was Candyman, and Candyman's not even that scary Hmm. but i was 11 when i saw that movie fair enough and i was almost a teenager and that movie scared the living fuck out of me Hmm. and so until next time i'm brandon and i'm justin and we'll catch you later bye bye